Are you feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, or simply lost your creativity? You might be suffering from burnout. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. I'm the host of the show, Derek Hayes. I'm here to introduce the star of our show, Miss Lita Brooks Hayes. Hello, Lita. Hello. Welcome, Good everyone. Afternoon. Good afternoon. Good to be back in the studio again. I know. I know it. Well, Lita has been working as an interior designer for over 20 years. She's incredibly talented and has branched out and opened multiple retail stores and is now blogging and podcasting full time. If that wasn't enough, Lita is the mother of two and devotes her time to teaching others how to achieve their goals and live life to the fullest. She sums it up best in her branded hashtag, Design Your Life. We are broadcasting live today from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios and Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Business Radio X and the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to 404-777-HURT. All right, you ready to jump in? I can't wait. Let's do it. So this is the first show of season three. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, it is. I feel like I need a, where are you at, Mike? Oh, there we go. <laughs> applause, or yeah, we need something there. Uh, yeah, three seasons right. of Status Life with Lita. So but exciting. There's already a difference in this season. I know, I know. Derek a, and I got married. Yep. There's dun, an extra dun, last name dun, now. I am Brooks Hayes. I decided to hyphenate it. And it's a long story. So there's a story on the blog, just real quick, and I'm not going to go into it. You have to go to the blog, statuslifewithlita.com, and read it. And the story is, what's my name? And it talks a lot about, you know, just going through a divorce and keeping the last name of your former spouse and going back to your maiden name. But there's a whole nother challenge when you get remarried. And maybe this is not a big decision for some, but for me... I, re- I mean, I'm still thinking about it. Every time I say the hyphenation or I refer to myself as Hayes or I refer to myself as Brooks, it just becomes very confusing. But what it boiled down to is, of course, being married and taking your last name. But I have young children. I have school-aged children. Yes. You know, if they were older and just different, um, moving on with their lives, different situation, it, but they're not. And I still fill out medical forms and volunteer at the school and do a million things where, as mom, I want to have the same last name as my children. Absolutely. And that's fine. Brooks Hayes. But it's weird. I've actually programmed you in my phone now as Lita Hayes. I know. You were so (laughs) excited to do that. He just grins from ear to ear. It's so sweet. Well, okay, fine. (laughs) He's still grinning, which is cute. It's sweet. It's sweet. I love Derek. We got married. All right, we have a podcast to deal with. I know. We're back. We're back. So we took a few months off. Well, talk about that. Well, let's lay the foundation real quick. You know, that really is the topic of today's show. And for those of you following the story with us, following the journey, following the podcast, you know that last year, at the this is 2022, and I know that podcasts live forever. So I try to be real conscious of always talking about where we are, what month we're in, Uh, If you know you say something kind of blanket and then somebody listens to it a year later, they'll go, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. So in the winter, we actually found out the week between Christmas and New Year, but in the winter of 2022, I closed down my big retail store and I did a lot of shows about this because... It was devastating to me to do that. So we talked a lot about the actual depression 
that I, it was a situational depression that I sat in and just recovering from that. We did a whole podcast with April Farlow about pivoting and how I was going to take that into a pivot. And then we had another blow in April because my little boutique store got hit by lightning and burned. Yeah. So I went from my big store was actually two stores combined. It had the shops at status and it had status home design closing all that down in one field which was 12,000 plus square feet yes so and then major, my little boutique store closed so store. I went from three stores to no stores and what the whole journey has been dealing with that um, it's been really really challenging so but I want to move forward because we're in a whole nother place now and what I didn't realize and it took me to have all of this completely taken off my plate and wiped clean as far as my career is concerned. Also stepping away from the podcast. Didn't know that was necessary until it became necessary. Uh, what I realized is I was absolutely suffering from business burnout. That is yeah. real. I didn't even know. I had no idea. Uh, we've, you know, one of the last shows we did, we really dug in to stress the effects of stress, the effects it was having on me, effects stress has on you, Derek, and your career as a lawyer. And then we dealt with, okay, these are all the steps you need to take to heal sure. from stress. Well, we talked about stress sickness. from sleep, being able to sleep, your health, overall health, uh, just every aspect of your life that the stress, overwhelming stress can affect. That was a fantastic show, yeah. by the way. And so... So again, we're unpacking all this as we go. I feel like those, for me personally, are the best shows. I have a hard time talking about a topic that isn't relative to me in the moment. And so going on this journey, I just said, I even had other shows planned. And I would, you know, put a stress topic on top of it because it just, it was so pertinent to what was going on in my life, which I know helps other people the point of the podcast, <laughs> yes, right? This yes. is a teaching podcast. I want to use my life and my experiences and put them all out there to help other people. Right. Okay. Now, business burnout. Wow. All right. Well, let me jump in here real yeah. quick. You, you said it just a minute ago, and I want to kind of restate this. This is a teaching podcast. Yes. It's a teaching podcast from the standpoint of you've got some definitions and things, examples and ways to deal with it, but it's also something you personally have lived through. So yes. you've got the personal experience to fall back on as well. And we're also going to talk about that, but I don't want to jump too far ahead. I want to start by laying the foundation. Can you describe or define the, the phrase business burnout? Absolutely. I did look this up so I can give you the actual definition. Business burnout is the feeling of exhaustion and lack of interest in daily work resulting in poor performance. I want you to circle me back to that, Derek. Poor okay. performance. It's caused by an extended time of feeling heavy stress and constant pressure to live up to a certain standard. All right, everybody sit with that for a minute and ask yourself right now, am I suffering? Now, we are talking about business burnout. There is also burnout in different ways, True. right? You can, I, I, you know, I'm a mom. And I have a lot of friends that are stay-at-home moms and would probably be raising their hands going, I'm burnt out. And that, you know, that's another topic. I'm talking about career burnout, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're working for someone else, and that's a really demanding position and you're suffering from burnout. Um, I, I guess I just want to stay focused on the career aspect of this because that was what was relative to me. Well, the symptoms you described are very similar to symptoms of depression. 
Uh, business burnout is a feeling of exhaustion, lack of interest in daily work, and poor performance. And it, sure. it's I didn't make that correlation, but you're exactly right. I could, and I, you know, going back and reviewing the stress show, I definitely talked about the exhaustion, just not sleeping to get rest, but sleeping out of exhaustion, just, you know, kind of falling out each night. Um, The lack of interest in daily work. There are so many things that I absolutely love. I love retail. I love merchandise. I love people. I love podcasting. I love writing. Uh, I love so many different aspects that are a part of my career. And yet what I said, the poor performance, I feel like I wasn't doing any, I was doing so many, I wasn't doing any of them well. Have you, you, ju- haven't jumping you, through every hoop, but not really spending sure. the time you would otherwise have spent or in the enjoyment, th- yeah. that aspect of it. Absolutely. In, in every single aspect it's like I had this retail store and I would do my little check I mean I I could I could go through my daily life and it was just too 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 much and yet in the moment there was nothing I would have taken off my plate even though I wanted 10 things off my plate I was way better at adding than I was subtracting and I know I have a lot of friends like this and now I can see it on them a mile away I can say she is absolutely suffering from burnout and she doesn't even know it those of us that I, I love that reference of a hamster on a wheel. And I didn't love it when I was in it. I would just, I would be so upset. So I just feel like a hamster and I can't get off this wheel. And now I can recognize it so clearly that I was in this specific burnout and also seeing it in other people and saying, you are burnt out. Well, another important point that I see in this is as a business owner, as the captain of the ship, everybody else follows your lead. And with that being said, if the owner is is burnt out and having a difficult time with uh, exhaustion, lack of interest in the daily work and poor performance, well, that's going to trickle down to everyone else. And the business itself could very well suffer because of the leader at the top. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And looking back, I had a store manager from my large store and she was wonderful. And now I look at her thinking she was probably burnt out because I was burnt out putting so much on her. And she would, you know, where you think she was just the star employee and she was. And I almost let her run the ship because I was so burnt out with all these other things. I was having trouble with my creativity. I was having trouble, you know, we would do all these events and and I just got to a point where I didn't want to do any of them and I would slug through it and that's all burnout things that used to absolutely excite me and I wanted to put all this energy into I had stopped and I was relying on her to do it and there's a difference in being a manager and truly running the entire ship she's very bubbly (laughs) she's amazing yes Yes. Um, so anyway yes uh, again seeing it out of it seeing it on this side of it and being able to give it to you all my listeners and saying yes you have to look for these things and recognize and say i think i'm in burnout i think this is too demanding or you know we're going to go through all the steps to heal from it because these are all the steps that i had 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 absolutely necessary had to take to get on the other side of it and be back here podcasting today with a complete, fresh, new take on everything. <laughs> exactly. On my life. So we've defined business burnout. We've talked about the symptoms, feeling yes. exhaustion, lack of interest, poor performance, 
Uh, it's caused by extended time of, of, like you said, feeling heavy stress, pressure, all those things. So let's go to some additional causes of business burnout. Okay. Causes of business burnout. You have a heavy workload and work long hours. Ding, ding, ding. I mean, that right yeah. there in and of itself. Derek, you do this too. Yes, I do. Yes, Derek, he he didn't get home till 11 o'clock last night. Moving on, you struggle with work-life balance. I did. I could, and I would say, I want balance. I want balance. It feels very unachievable. You may have one day. We've done shows on balance too. We've covered all of this. Yeah. Um, I've heard experts say balance is unattainable, and I refuse to accept that. Oh, if I just work harder and get this off my plate, then I'll have balance. Is not the case. Absolutely not the case. All right, next one. Um, you work in a helping profession such as healthcare. Now, I am not a healthcare worker. Derek, you were not a healthcare worker, but you are in a helping profession. Sure, I help people that have been injured in car wrecks. Absolutely. That's all you do right. is help people. And so the vast majority of my day on the phone with clients is hearing about the most difficult time in their life they've struggled through. Um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, they've you know, probably lost family members or friends in car wrecks, and they're having to deal with the burial process, with, with leading life after they've lost a loved one, or dealing with life with a catastrophic injury, uh, whether it be you know something surgical or, or an amputation, those kind of things. It changes your life completely. So by daily conversations with clients, even something as, I'd say, I hate to say it this way, but something as minor as a, a soft tissue injury, a sprain, strain, those things are very difficult to deal with for a period of time. So yes, I, I understand the helping people and how you can hear so much, but yet you've st- still got to kind of keep yourself outside of that to maintain the ability to instruct and assist them through their, their claim. Absolutely. But that's also very draining on you. So that's what you do, but you have to think of it from every single phone call. And you spend the majority of your day on the phone or with clients in your office. Every single one of those stories affects you and, you know, pulls from you and tugs at your heartstrings. Energy draining. And energy draining. Absolutely. And it was no different for me. Mine was maybe being stretched too thin, but I was also in a helping profession. I would help every single customer I could who walked in my store. I would help them find the right gift, find what they needed for their home. Being an interior designer, I go into people's homes and businesses and make their vision for that space come alive. But it's still draining. It's still pulling my energy from my being and my creativity. And especially if there's a problem, if we order a sofa and they don't like it or it comes in. I mean, you you go into the negative aspects of that. We can't find a chandelier. How many times did that happen? Right, right. Um, Well, the supply chain affected a lot of that and still to some extent does, I'm sure. A million things affected it. Absolutely. Uh, But moving on, the last point, you have little to no control over your work, life, or schedule. And that's where it really hit home for me. It was, if I, owning retail, uh, someone were to not show up, there I go. Uh, And when owning multiple stores, I mean, I was just spread 
way, way, way too thin. <laughs> yes. Way too thin. Uh, another example that came to my mind was the three o'clock in the morning alarm going off because the storm came through and blew sure. the door and that rattled happens. the door and the alarm went off and you're getting the call from the yep. alarm company at 3 a.m. having to get up out of bed and drive to the store. About sure every quarter. Okay. Yeah. About every quarter that would happen. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, there's well. a million. Head- and again, this is owning your own business. This is entrepreneurship. I've done plenty of shows saying why I love it and why it's wonderful. It is. What we're talking about here is adding on being a single mother and owning multiple stores and an interior design firm with multiple interior designers working from me and then adding on a podcast and then trying to get the blog off the ground. And then I added an online boutique (laughs) and then I opened a retail store in Watkinsville and then you proposed and we're planning a wedding. And then my father got sick. I mean, it's exhausting. How many times no, have I just touched my fingers? The end, the ends, yeah. Yeah, the, there was so you haven't touched on much. More than half. It was, and trying, you, you proposed, which means we're in a relationship. So we're trying to have a life outside of work. And we love to travel. Where was the fun? It all became about work because there was so much. And, and we that, both are business owners too. So we mm-hmm. share that, that stress level and, and the potential burnout that comes with that. But that's not a good thing. No, just because no. we share it, I think, in the I, My back. point is we can empathize with each we other and understand exactly yes. what it's like. And yes. When you would say these things, yeah, I understand. I get it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, now we're on the other side of it and realizing that's not a good thing. Right. Well, I want to take a quick break here for just a minute, and then we'll come back and talk about the ways you've recovered. Hey, everyone. Lita here. I want to share an opportunity for all my listeners to become a part of the show. As you know, the Status Life with Lita podcast is a teaching podcast. I take all of life's big topics such as stress, marriage, divorce, co-parenting, weight loss, living a healthy lifestyle, entrepreneurship, parenting, and grief. I've also taught the difference between an interior designer and a decorator, design trends, and how to make a house a home. If you listen to any or all the shows and you have a story to tell, I want to hear it. Please go to Status Life with Lita on Facebook or Instagram, give the page a like, and send me a direct message about how the information in the podcast helped you. Each person whose story gets shared on the podcast will receive a $50 Visa gift card. I will contact you personally to let you know you've been chosen and to get your address to mail the card. I love my listeners, and now it's time for you to become a part of the show. I have a second chance to win. If you have an idea for a show topic I have not yet covered, you can also submit an entry for a chance to win. If chosen, you will receive a $25 Visa gift card. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I can't wait to read your stories. Well, we took time to define business burnout. We also talked about causes of business burnout. Now I want to talk about ways that you recovered specifically. That's where we were right when we took the break. So let's pick up from there. Okay. First thing, this was very cool. I think my kids would tell you this is the coolest thing that has ever happened. I did what we called, and the kids really coined this this term, this was the summer of yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they told their friends. And the summer the, of your, yes. The kids and, and their friends were saying, hey, it's the summer of yes, Miss Lita. Oh, they loved it. Because they knew anything they wanted, I would just Ice say cream, yes. I, there's cookies. a movie, and I don't know if the movie is titled Summer of Yes. It's a Jennifer Garner where 
I haven't seen the movie, uh, but my kid, my daughter has. But it's something along the same premise where everything her kids want her to do, she just says yes. And I, this is where the <laughs> I idea every kid came would like from. That. I know. I know. And it didn't even, I would say within reason, but they were very reasonable and it just worked. Hey, who wants to go see the new summer movie? Yes, I do. <laughs> Can we drive all the way across town to the best pizza place? Yes. Can we go to the water park? Yes. Can we have tacos tonight? Yes. I mean, we did it all. We had the best summer because I just said yes. And it was freeing, it was healing, it was focused on the kids, and it was fun. And I needed that. It, my career had been so all-consuming for so long. Yes, just say yes. <laughs> and it was, a, let's go to the pool. Yes. Yes. Can we have s'mores? It's 10 o'clock at night. Yes. Let's go outside. <laughs> it was, wasn't it fun? Yes, yes. And yes. there was also a lot of bonding that came with that too. Absolutely. But with that also came, and this is one of those amazing God, you know, universe things that nonprofit work that I had wanted to do for such a long time, but there was no room on my plate for it. And I got three opportunities to do some wonderful nonprofit work, ongoing work. Sure. I got three right, right. different nonprofits to approach me right. this summer, uh, just completely random. And it has led to some of the most rewarding work that I've ever done just because I said yes. And right. I was able to say yes because I had time. Making the time. It was there, right. and it, that's been extremely rewarding. Uh, the very last show we did, wrapping up season two, with, was with Chandra Santana with Divas Who Win, and she wrote the book, The Genesis Project. Oh, so compelling. One of the best shows we've ever done about mm -hmm. sex trafficking, and I was able to get involved in Divas Who Win, her nonprofit. Love that. Uh, I was invited to be a Girls on the Run. Uh, this is a national nonprofit club for young women and girls uh, to be a coach. So I went through the training, did that, and that's still ongoing. I'm currently coaching that club oh, right. two days a week. And also the Lydia's Place. We did the podcast with April Farlow, and she asked me to sit on the board with the big yearly gala that is actually coming up tomorrow night. I was going to say night. tomorrow night. A big undertaking. Yes. A lot of meetings, a lot of preparation, and again, the most rewarding work just came from saying yes, but right. having the time. I would not have been able to say yes a year ago. Right, right. So the summer of yes, that was Summer one. of yes. What's another one? Well... This put me in a unique situation, and it was truly having the time off work. And I know that some of my listeners may say, well, that's just not feasible for me. I'm suffering from burnout, and I don't get to take the time off work. So I like to relate these things to everyone listening because, again, I'm, I'm here to teach. Maybe it's not feasible for you to completely walk away from your career. I understand that. But the time off work is a vacation multiple vacations, uh, personal days, maybe leaving at five instead of leaving at seven, whatever it means. If work is causing you the burnout, time off is what you need because you have, 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 have to heal from the burnout. This is not going to go away. It only gets worse and worse and worse. And when it gets worse and worse and worse, you're going to become stress sick. Again, point you back to that podcast that we talked about. Um, I'm not going to go through it all, but 
headaches, exhaustion, weight gain. I was suffering from all those things because I was burnt out. It all comes full circle. Yeah, that, that's a big one. All right. How about another one? Traveling was huge. I spent almost the entire summer traveling. And again, maybe not feasible for everyone, but I had the opportunity to do it. I actually had the opportunity to go on a paleontology dig <laughs> with a group of scientists. I flew into South and I took my daughter. And I was going to say, this is in your blood. This isn't just a random thing you selected. Uh, my blood as in my mother yes, yes my mother is she is a anthropologist archaeologist by trade uh that is her master's degree she paleontology she geology. does paleontology uh geology she is an earth scientist let's That's put it that way, way my mother it. is an absolutely fascinating woman and she has been working with paleo prospectors for oh, 20 plus years now where she goes out every summer and digs dinosaur bones out west and you got to go and do it i did go Again. and i took my daughter and it was wonderful uh we spent about eight days uh five days of the actual dig but we went out a couple days early to get to enjoy south dakota and, and really the adventure part but i mean even even little stuff local stuff we did tons of day trips uh Derek, you and I spent four days just at Lake Lanier Islands. We yeah. did th two nights in May, and, and this is close. We're in Metro Atlanta, so right. Lake Lanier is only an hour from us. So when I'm saying we're traveling, we're just getting out and just doing fun things. Um, Derek and I had a wonderful trip to Anderson, South Carolina. We went picking merchandise. We did. Um, again, just just little things Tennessee, to South spend Carolina, time together Georgia. and um, you know explore new places. So so that was huge. Getting away. Uh, that anyway healing from the burnout journaling was the next one I, I see you do that all the time I love to journal I, I just it's very there are journals all over the house I, <laughs> I brought one with me I just do I always have a, a notepad I carry one I just went to a birthday lunch last week and I gave all my girlfriends journals because I'm never not without one in my purse I agree with that man and it's amazing how much you do write in there all right well how about another one well exercise Huge, 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 huge. And it's something that's always been a huge part of my life. I was a dancer all the way up into my 30s. So exercise, and I, and I taught dance, you know, I, I was in the studio five nights a week. And that really translated to running after I sold the studio and it was time to have kids. And so I've always been very physical. I love to be on the trails. I love to hike and I love to run, but I'd absolutely gotten away from it. So with the closure of the businesses, I started running again uh, with my girlfriends. We have a group of us that run a few times a week. And also I joined a gym, which is different for me because I'm a trail runner and I like to be outside. We've talked about this before, but joining the gym held me accountable. And I met another fantastic group of women that I absolutely adore and have made some really great friendships and I continue to go three mornings a week and yes, it's, it's a staple You're it's very a dedicated. part of my day and I don't want to I just feel like if I'm not there I don't think I don't want to say they don't care but I don't want to let them down I just I'm just a part of it and I feel better and I look better and it is so much better for coping with any stress that comes my right, way right. to be in the gym um, well, give us one last one. Okay. Well, this one was really interesting, and this is specific to a conversation. I'm going to tell a little story with this one, okay? Okay. We like stories. Yes, that's that's a huge part of it. We're teaching and telling stories. So there was one, Summer of Yes. So we got invited um, on a – I swear it was 
Wasn't it the morning of we went on Vaughn and Dan's boat? Uh, if not the morning of, then maybe like, the, the night, night before. before. And they called quick. and said, hey, they're in a boat club. We've got a boat tomorrow. Do you and Derek want to come? Yes, I do. Because it's the <laughs> summer of yes. We just said, yeah, sure, why not? So we pack a bag. We meet them at the lake. And Vaughn has been on the podcast before. Vaughn, I don't know what her exact title is, but I like to call her a, a spiritual healer. Vaughn is That's a good way to put it. incredibly gifted with the whole mind-body-soul connection. She, uh, people just flock to her and her guidance uh, well, as a healer. she does conferences and She and just trips. did a retreat. Uh, she does. She does sessions. She has her own studio. Vaughn, just in the spiritual healing world here in Atlanta, Vaughn is a big name, and she is a dear, dear, dear friend. So we hang out socially, and I also love doing the one-on-work with one-on-one work with her, sort of healing blocks and different things. Okay, going to to Vaughn. We're sitting on the boat. The guys are sitting on noodles in the water, and just floating around. It's about sunset, and we're talking through all this, and she can see that I'm struggling, and I'm talking about a mile a minute, and I said, I'm just... I'm going to go into podcasting and I'm going to sell merchandise. I'm going to travel and I'm going to pick merchandise. I just, I just can't get started. I just, I just know what I want to do. I just can't find the motivation to get there. You hear me? You hear that burnout? Oh yeah. You hear the hamster on that wheel? I can immediately put myself back into this. This is the convert. I mean, I would, this is how I was. This was my being. And she goes, stop, stop right now. It's not time. And It was just this huge epiphany. She said, just surrender to the summer. Just surrender to your kids. Just surrender to the summer of yes. Stop thinking you have to go from one thing to the next. It is not time. Your body needs to heal. And I, it's just this piece. And I went, oh my gosh, that is why I had this, this entrepreneur mindset that if I closed my retail stores, I immediately had to do that pivot and immediately had to jump into the next thing. And after a soul searching, I realized what that next thing was going to be. That next thing is here. That next thing is, is my voice in this podcast. That next thing is writing and telling these stories and sharing other people's stories. There is so much more to this that I had only scratched the surface. And yet I had to completely close the door on the burnout that I was suffering before I moved into this. And what it did was allow me to truly pause, enjoy my children, enjoy my traveling, enjoy getting ready for the wedding. That's huge. That was all still happening. The wedding, you know, was in August and it was beautiful and wonderful. And I truly enjoyed it instead of just this long, massive to-do list that felt like it was choking me. And when she gave me permission to surrender, that's all I needed. And it took until today, October 12th, <laughs> yes. 2022, till I felt ready to come back behind this microphone and tell you all about my burnout. And refreshed. I, it's 100%. I was able to write this podcast and focus and share my story in a way that it doesn't feel like a massive to-do list. It feels like my purpose. All right. Not going to hear everybody out there listening, thinking to themselves, all right, how hard was this? Was it hard? H- how did you get through this? Oh, it was extremely hard. It was extremely hard to give myself permission to sleep in. And you may go, whatever, I could sleep <laughs> in. I could not. 
I had that business, career-minded, type A, any adjective that you want to stick on there. I, at the beginning of the summer, before that surrender conversation, I was waking up at 7 a.m. just to get two hours of work done before the kids would wake up and want breakfast. I was still staying up late at night trying to get all the things done, trying to figure it all out. I could not just pause and close that chapter of those retail stores that had closed. I was so worried about what the next chapter was going to look like. And I, I wasn't even stepping off that hamster wheel. And for me, that was very, very hard. There's a huge fear in that. Sure. Huge fear. If I pause, then what? If I pause, what happens to my finances? If I pause, will I still be relevant? These are all huge questions that all of us have to ask. But with the pause, I was able to figure all of it out in a way that made more sense for me and my family. You cleared your mind. I had to. Yeah, and that's, I had that's to. really the only way to do that yes. effectively. All right, so we've talked about how you specifically recovered from business burnout. Do you have any other tips outside of what you did? Just some other ideas as to how people who are identifying as, as oh yeah, that's me. Absolutely, and I always do some research. I, you know, I like to use myself as the example. I will put it all out there, and I do in every show. But I also do research too, because I want this to be encompassing for everyone. Because what worked for me, again, that summer of yes, may not be feasible for someone else. So I did some research and found a list to, it specifically says, how to recover from business burnout. Some of these are going to sound like no-brainers, but I'm telling you, listen to my list if you are suffering, okay? Start implementing these things. Number one, getting enough sleep. Your doctor's going to tell you that. You're going to feel better. You are going to be that much more productive if you get that seven to eight hours, whatever your body needs. If you get five and you've got 20 things on your to-do list for the next day, you're going to suffer through 20 of them. And you're going to add that stress on your body, on your heart, on your mind, physically on your heart, like high blood pressure, (laughs) Um, your weight, whatever it might be. If you get enough rest, you will be refreshed and you can tackle that list much more effectively. Hiring people to help you with tasks that don't bring you joy. Now, this is sweet (laughs) because we did just talk about my sweet Michelle, who was my store manager, who I think went into burnout because of my burnout. She is a true gem and she was the right person. She always had my back. She was right there to pick me up. She always had a smile, even if she didn't feel well. And, you know, it, it, she was just a joy. And I have um, other, other people. I had a wonderful staff. I mean, that was, that was the most heartbreaking part of closing the doors oh, was, was these conversations with everyone. I mean, it hurt me to my core. Because I had the right people around me. And the interesting so. thing is, for the most part, you stay in touch with everybody. I love them. Yes, they most staff. all the girls, and I say most because there was one who had COVID, yeah. one whose father was ill. They were all invited. Everyone was at the mm-hmm. wedding. It was wonderful. Um, reconnecting with your passions. This is me with exercise, right? So yes. I'm, I made it all about Running. me. I didn't mean to. I'm trying to give this list well, out to everyone well, else. but It's just interesting that these are considered to be additional points but you also did that yourself this is what I did absolutely Mm -hmm. running again getting on the trails but even um organizing things at home I cleaned out my closet 
I cleaned out drawers. I just little things. I cleaned out the pantry. I mean, <laughs> that may sound mundane, but when you're busy and things are piling up and I just, I cleaned out the fridge. I mean, I know that's not my passion, but for me, a cleaned, organized home is. I'm a designer and I love organization and I function in it and I love a beautiful home. And now my passion has been taking care of my husband and my children. And that comes with the organization of the home. This is my new passion. So whatever yours might be, whether it's hiking, walking your dog, um, painting. A lot of people go to art and creativity. Uh, for you, Derek, uh, for Father's Day, I bought you a sketchbook yes, and art did. pencils. Ju- yes, because Derek is an artist before he was an attorney for Disney. And just so he could sketch and, yeah. and get back to his roots. All right. Well, those are great. Give me another one. All right. Well, spending more time with friends and family. I definitely, definitely did that. Yeah, we did so a lot I of that. highly recommend it. Find that girlfriend, that guy friend, whoever it might be, couple friends, um, even if it's a kid's play date, whatever it looks like in your life. If you need to go to dinner one night, ask a friend to a movie, I don't care. But you have to make time because it's real easy to say no. Um, I have a blog post coming out in correlation to this podcast and I wrote it real I wrote it on an airplane about business burnout (laughs) right but the example I use in the podcast is Christmas and how we love Christmas parties you and I are very social we get invited to a lot professionally and personally Mm -hmm. and last year with both stores going the podcast this everything that was on my list we didn't go to one party I was gonna say we didn't do any nothing at all nothing yeah, that's all. We had RSVP'd to all of them and went to none of them because of sheer exhaustion for both of us. Yeah. Or and, yeah. just other things that were on the plate that we couldn't Yeah. <laughs> couldn't so we, reprioritize. We, yeah. we negated to spend time with all of our friends and family at the holidays because we were so burnt out with our careers. To the extent that we wound up with COVID the week between Christmas and New Year's. We both got sick. Everybody, fact, yeah. all the kids, <laughs> our, all our of our staff, staff for everybody. Businesses. Yeah, yeah, that was God saying, we're just going to shut this down for, you just need to rest. Yeah, we yeah, were exactly. so burnt out. So spending time in nature is always a good one. Um, and then it says on here, starting a group with other entrepreneurs. I'm not personally a fan of this as a choice because I think starting a group might be another big to-do list. Right now, connecting with friends, finding an entrepreneur that you like in a social setting, that's one thing. But you don't want to add the stress of monthly meetings, weekly meetings, providing food, right? So be real careful with that one uh, because I'm trying to tell you how to not get burnout. So starting an actual group or a club might send you might right so so that one and i didn't write the second you know i didn't write this list so that one i'm yeah you know i can critique it and the last one on the list was strengthening social relationships i think that goes uh hand in hand with spending more time with friends and family i agree completely so you know as we kind of recap all this healing from from burnout the story you've told about your own and how you recovered is is very touching to a lot of folks and and I'm sure, as I said a while ago, a lot of listeners are going, yep, that was me. Yep, I get it. I understand. Uh, so 
go ahead and direct everyone how to reach out to you specifically. Let's talk about your website, yes, all uh, your social media platforms. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. So please, please, please come find me. If you're listening, you heard the commercial in the show. I am doing a fun giveaway right now. I want to hear your stories. My listeners are so important. And when I had the retail stores, you know, listeners would come up all the time, shake my hand, give me a hug. I listen to your podcast. I love it. And I would get to hear these stories. So I still want to connect. Go to Status Life with Lita on Instagram, and it's L E T A. And Status Life with Lita on Facebook. Give the page a like, a follow, uh, depending on what platform you're on. And uh, I want to hear. I want to hear your stories. Just tell me, hey, even if it's you don't want to share your story, but just that you listened to the show and you liked it, that just means so much. My producer, Mike, is waving his hands from behind <laughs> Derek's head. Yes, Mike, you, would you, you like to jump in? You've always welcomed me into your show when I have Come things. Come on, yes. Please tell me, going back to the summer of yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> please tell me that one of you has seen the Jim Carrey movie, Yes Man. No, I have not. You've never I know seen about it. it. I know oh, about it. But I I've probably never have seen to it. watch that tonight. Oh my God, it's hilarious! Yes, man. All right, I'm gonna write it down yeah. because I'm a note and a journal taker. I'm gonna write that <laughs> write down here on my little trusty <laughs> pad. Here's just a little bit of that. Yes, man. man. Every time an opportunity presents itself, no matter what it is, you will say yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> You've got to see that. I got to see it. Oh, my kids will die. Again, I know about it, but I've never seen it. So just a little quick funny story. So we're coming off of fall break. This is October 12th. And I took two kids on fall break. It's a brother, sister. And I had actually taken them Memorial Day weekend. We all went to Pigeon Forge, Dollywood. Okay. And the daughter was saying to her mother, oh, Miss Lita, She'll, she'll do that. She wanted to see a dinner show or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was pitching this to her mom. And her mom was saying, I don't know. You know, you're already doing Dollywood. That might be too much. And her daughter said, oh, Miss Lita will say yes. It's the summer of yes. She'll do whatever we want. <laughs> Forget the fact. Right? Wait, it's October. Wait in the fall. Right? And I started dying laughing. And I thought, this really was a thing. Like, my <laughs> kids' friends actually know that I will do whatever they want because it, it was the summer of yes. And I went, okay, hold on. That was over. This is fall. Say so. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Is there such thing as the fall of maybe? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. That's hilarious. You've got to transition at some point. So the blog, we have complete, I say we because I have a fantastic girl helping with social media and really driving the ship and into this whole new venture. Now, I say whole new. I've had a podcast but I didn't actually write because I had no time. And this is a gift that God has given me. And I can say that proudly. I love words. I love to write. I love to share stories. And this is my purpose right now. I'm going to really focus on the Status Life with Lita blog, the storytelling, telling your stories, all you listeners out there, and telling my stories. So share your stories. The blog will launch on November 1st. Uh, so whether, whenever you listen to this podcast, uh, if it's before November 1st, 2022, or if it's after, statuslifewithlita.com. We will be selling merchandise. Uh, the status market is still alive and well and being transferred to the blog. Uh, all my Amazon favorites are up there and all these great stories. That's terrific. Yes, I'm looking I'm forward so to all that. I know. Again, the transition good. from the summer of yes to yeah, let's, let's move but, forward. But I'm doing it with such peace. 
I'm yeah. doing it with this is absolutely necessary and I've stripped the interior design. I'm just going to focus on our home. We're going to gut the entire thing. Sorry, Derek. And um, Well, the basement, not the entire home. Correct? Well, we've got to do the office. Okay. We're building in a library. I'm doing some work in the laundry room he probably doesn't know about. I'm painting lots of furniture, uh, the exterior. I, there's a lot. There's a lot Derek doesn't know about yet. So we're going to share all of that as interior design projects on the Status Life with Lita platforms. All right. Well, make sure you check all those out. As always, a wonderful show, a lot of information. I'm sure everyone's taken away at least uh, four or five major points from this, if not more than that. 20. Uh, 20 points. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you again very much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Business Radio X, the law office of Derek M. Hayes and Subaru of Gwinnett. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and Lita's Instagram, Status Life with Lita, so you don't miss any upcoming shows. This program and all the other shows are available in your favorite podcast apps. Until next time, for Lita Brooks Hayes, I'm Derek Hayes, and you are listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. Yes! Yes! <laughs>